0: Hello everyone, this is Vishwanath for Winning Edge Talks. Uh, you are about to listen to the audio taken from the Zoom meeting I had with Dominique Kegoda, international swimmer. This is the part one of the conversation I had with her. Good evening everyone, welcome to the Winning Edge Talk Show. This is Vishwanath, your host. I am a mental conditioning coach and counsellor. For athletes, I have authored the book Success Mantra in Sports. This book is the, on the mental aspects of sports. I welcome you all once again. Traditionally, the state of Karnataka has done very well in the sport of swimming. The state has produced a number of top-notch swimmers who well, to the country and the legacy. Continues today. I have with me one such a swimmer from Karnataka. Uh, she is indeed the queen of the pool. Uh, she has set the pool on ablaze on several occasions with her scintillating performances. She is um, none other than Damini K Gauda. Damini has been the national champion thrice and the state champion six times. She has the distinction of creating 10 new national meet records. Welcome to the talk show, Damini. Thank you, sir. It's my pleasure. Welcome. Uh, before I continue speaking to her, I'm really glad to read some of her achievements. Damini is a second year MBBS student from Kim's Medical College, Bangalore. She's is an international junior swimmer. She has won 140 national medals and 22 international medals. Her international participation reads, she has participated in the World University Games at Napoli, Italy, the FINA World Aquatic Championship at Budapest, Hungary, the FINA World Junior Championship at Singapore the Asian Swimming Championship at Japan, the Asian Age Group Championships at Uzbekistan, and the Southern Asian Games at Goati, amongst many other participations. She has been the recipient of the Ekalabia Award, the Karnataka Olympic Association Award, the FICCI Flow Women Award as the upcoming sportsperson, the Kempigaga Award, and the Sports Writers Association Award. I Amini, mean, it is indeed a, a proud moment to have you on the show. So, Amini, mean, how did you begin your career in swimming, and how did the journey continue from then on?
1: So, I started swimming when I was 7 years old. So, basically, uh, my parents are uh, interested in sports, especially my mother. So, I wasn't initially going to be a swimmer. I, I wanted to be a tennis player or a badminton player. But uh, my mother was keen on um, learning all other sports because she couldn't do it. But she was also a university and uh, university level cocoa player, even my father. So, both of them, uh, like my mom put me into swimming because she wanted me to learn. And uh, I started swimming in 2006. So, it's been 14 years,
0: but it's still going on. Very nice. Excellent. Uh, When was the first time you took part in a competition and how was the experience?
1: So, my first competition was in 2006, uh, I think uh, October. It was in uh, Naiveli, Tamil Nadu. So, I was so so excited because first time uh, I picked up swimming very fast. Like, I am a quick learner. So I won a lot of medals and uh, I missed my gold medal because uh, uh, the timekeeper didn't take the time properly but I, uh, we, I only touched first but they gave the first place to another girl so I felt very sad that time so I missed my first gold uh, that time only when I was a child. Okay,
0: Did that incident motivate you for even further?
1: Yeah, yeah. from then onwards, uh, my mom thought, okay, fine. She learned swimming a lot faster than I imagined. So, let her continue swimming only. So, from that day onwards, uh, it's going on till now.
0: As swimming continued and you started breaking records and uh, winning uh, uh, tournaments and getting medals, uh, when did you first uh, decide to take swimming seriously and to make it as a career? Uh,
1: Actually... um Compared to many other uh, swimmers, I picked up swimming really fast. So that's what um, uh, motivated me and my parents. So they let me continue swimming because I was winning a lot of medals at uh, the junior level. And uh, and once when I did my first junior, uh, sub-junior nationals, it was in Kolkata, 2008. I was nine years old and um, I won four medals, one gold, one silver and two bronze So, from that day onwards, I decided I'm going to uh, make my career as a professional swimmer. So, from that day, it's going on. To
0: make it big in any sport, you need a lot of encouragement and support. What have you got to say about that?
1: Uh, Encouragement is needed a lot. But um, one more thing is uh, you have to encourage yourself. That is most important because whatever your coach tells or your trainer tells, your parents tell, your body should uh, and your mind should also like obey to your obey to you. So you should also have interest because without interest, you can't achieve anything. So that's what um, motivated me because uh, you have to work hard. And uh, if you don't work hard, you won't get anything just by seeing, okay, this person won a gold and I don't work hard and I also want a gold. So it's not possible. So you should motivate yourself first and then you should, uh, then only you can achieve uh, in your life. So that's what it is.
0: Uh, you also meant to say that you need to have that intrinsic motivation and you have to back yourself and uh, encourage yourself. Yeah. Uh, did you find your passion for the game? Um, when then did you you're telling yourself, this is my sport, I want to make it big in this sport.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm basically a sports lover. I watch everything other than swimming. Like, including swimming, I watch all others, whatever is coming on TV. And uh, when I saw when I was, in 2008, when Rehan Poncha, like our uh, ex-swimmer, he went to Olympics. I saw him swimming on TV, and I was like, uh, I also want to go there one day. And and when I used to read newspapers, Nisha, Millet, Tarrant, Souza, Shikha, Tundur and all, I was like super motivated. One day even my name has to come in the newspaper. My headline should be there and my photo should be there. So that uh, seeing our seniors, the that's what motivates you. So I have to uh, see myself someday like that. So that's what kept me going on. And that became true also. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: definitely. I agree with that. Uh, you just mentioned some top names of uh, Karnataka famous... And uh, Karnataka has always done well in swimming. How did this atmosphere help you to grow? Did it rub, rub so, off on you? Rub off on you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So in, uh, I mean, most of these swimmers trained in BSE itself. Mm. So as a child, I've been seeing them how they train. So that's what motivated me, and um, all the hard work they do to reach that level. So it, it is quite scary because. Uh, a lot of people in the country don't support sports, but they don't know what goes behind making a champion. So I have seen them since my childhood and they have actually guided me, especially Rehan and Aaron and all. So once I reach their state, uh, they um, literally like uh, they guide you. So you have to do this. You shouldn't do that. So that that has helped a lot. And especially the coaches of VAC, I have to mention uh, my first coach in BSC was Bhushan Sir. So he has helped me with my techniques a lot. Like literally he polished me. So whatever I, uh, whatever my strokes and whatever my dive, kick and all, so he has taken care of. And once I came to the senior batch, uh, Pradeep Kumar, Like, oh, I mean, most of you would have heard his name. He's a Dronacharya Wadi. So he has helped like, immense uh, support and a fantastic coach. And Prakash sir, Rajiv sir, Venkates sir, and um, Richard sir, Rajiv trainer, and uh, Padmanap sir. Like right now, he's the head coach of BAC. So these people have helped us a lot. So whatever I am today, I fifty percent is them and my parents, and twenty percent is my school, and the other thirty school and college, and other thirty percent is my own uh, time and sweat and blood. It's like that.
0: So humble of you to. Um, give your gratitude to the people who helped you okay now uh, um, encouraging and uh, motivating a a sports child is a very tough uh, thing for a family Uh, the family needs a lot of work family needs to behind you and uh, what are the kind of pains and uh, uh, effort your parents took you know uh, to support you you had to travel a lot they had to look after so many of your needs can you recall those such uh,
1: experiences so those experiences are really painful. I don't want to recall them because yeah. like every session as a kid, because uh, um, most of my sw- friends also, whoever has swam with me throughout, we didn't have a normal childhood. We were, we weren't, uh, we didn't even have a childhood basically because from our childhood, we have been swimming. So whenever I used to see a normal kid uh, playing outside or cycling or running around with friends, I used to be like, wow, such a normal life he has. I wish I had that life. But uh, somewhere um, within you, you know that you're doing something which no one has ever done before, so that one uh, that that thing motivates you, but also you feel bad you're you never going to get those years back so that's also there and uh, without uh, parent support, you can't do anything actually because they also have to get up at four thirty in the morning and drop me to the pool at 5.30, then wait for me, then take me to school, make lunch again, take me back to the pool in the evening. So parents' work is even more than what we do because uh, like if you don't uh, have any positive energy in the house, you can't achieve anything. So that has helped me a lot and uh, obviously school, my principal in uh, BNM Public School where I studied and my teachers so they have helped a lot, like immense support, like they used to let me go in middle of the uh, middle of the school hour so that I can go home and rest and then go to the evening session. This has helped a lot and my PU college, Jane college also helped me a lot. So this is, uh, school and college also play, plays a main role but also you shouldn't ignore your studies. That is also one thing I have to tell.
0: At times there are, uh, it's so challenging uh, to the family that uh, even the finance pinches, you know, it pinches your purse and they need to spend a lot if you make it big and sponsors start coming before behind you. And um, I want to speak about the uh, the expenses and the cost of your costumes and things. cost or uh, swimming costume costs minimum 30,000 rupees. You can wear it only 10
1: times. Not and even out, 10 times. Not not even times 10 it's 10. Like, you can wear it 5 times. I mean, you can use it 10 times, but there's no point because the suit becomes loose. Yes. So five times you can use them yeah. and uh, w- while wearing, like when you buy it new, it is tighter than when you keep wearing all the time. So while wearing, if you tear it and then it's of no use, 30,000 is gone. Yeah. So it's very delicate and people don't know that people think that swimming is a cheap sport and you don't need to spend anything, government yeah. space, everything, but yeah. government doesn't give us a single penny when yes. it comes to our suits. Yes. So we have to put, uh, Like every competition, we have to spend 30K and plus nutrition, plus travel, plus uh, flight charges, then uh, hotel stay, food, everything. At least minimum 75 to 1 lakh goes in every competition. So people don't know that actually.
0: Many, many sport families are going through this grind. And very few people understand what are the pains uh, behind uh, uh, what goes on in front of the screen what what was behind. Yeah. I salute your parents. I can't see them on the the screen, but I salute them for all the effort they have put in to create a champion. Okay. Wonderful. Then, um, you have created 10 national records. Uh, What was the first time, when was the first time you did it? And how satisfying was it?
1: So, actually, I was only 10 years old when I did uh, national record. Uh, It was uh, sub-junior nationals in Goa. And uh, out of six events, I did five national records. I sixth, sixth event, I missed it by point uh, two zero, I think, in 50-meter breaststroke. But at 10 years old, the kid doesn't realize how what she has done. So five national records at that time, everyone were talking like, who is this new kid, five national records in a single meet. No one has ever done this. What is this? And all they used to talk. But later on, like three, four years later, I realized what I did. And um, till today, my 50 butterfly record still stands. It's been like 11 years. Wow! So my record is still standing in group 4, sub-junior. So wow. no one has uh, broken that, that Wow! So wow. I hope wow. it stays for more, more time. <laughs> more time. And okay. Yeah, it's a really good feeling because national record, not everyone does. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a really uh, big uh, thing.
0: Yeah. As a kid, you didn't know what it means to break a national record. And uh, they were all saying that you broke the record, but uh, you didn't know what really it meant. Okay, yeah. until very late. Okay, wonderful. Nice to know about that. Then, um, as you went on breaking, creating records, uh, how did it feel? How was? Where was? How was the urge to break more records and to reach if even my,
1: higher? My uh, uh, yeah, my aim when I do a race is uh, not to break any records or win the race. My aim is to just finish the race and. That's what is my mindset basically. I, I, when I see, when I stand on the diving block, I just want to finish the race. No matter what place I come. But I have to swim fast because I have put that, that much hard work. Improve your
0: timings.
1: Yeah, improve my time improve because you're your racing team. against time. Mm-hmm. Swimming, uh, athletics and all is racing against time. So your time is a competitor. It's not someone who's beside you right or left. Yes. So that's what I feel. And I used to swim fast and when I used to see the clock, I would have broken the record. So I I wouldn't know because while swimming, you won't know uh, what you have done. So that's how records got broken because my aim was never the records actually. What would would
0: have happened if you always tried to say that I break the record. This time I'm getting into the pool and this is I'm going to smash a national record. What would have happened if you had thought like that?
1: Uh... I don't know, sir, because I haven't swam like that.
0: Yeah, good, good. Good, you didn't think that way. (laughs) Yeah. Wonderful.
1: Because my aim, because you're so, first of all, you're nervous on the block. Mm. You want to finish the race. And so many people are watching you. That that is also there. Mm -hmm. Your coach is there. Your parents are standing. So my aim is just to finish the race. I just finish it fast and come off. So that's, that's the thing. True. That's how it's happening till now. True. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you want to t- talk to us about your, the other golden moments of your career, like uh, meeting a legend? Maybe uh, you also admired tennis and you wanted to uh, meet Roger Federer sometime. That's yes, what you have yes, mentioned yes. in some of. Our I wanted thing.
1: to go to Wimbledon and watch him play before ah, he retires. I want to okay. go and watch him. <laughs> Has it come through? No, no. no I won't. Okay. see. I wanted to go, but. Uh, uh, like from two years, I've been planning to go out to a Europe trip, but this Corona came and yeah. all this thing is happening. So I've never been able to go to uh, London and watch yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Any other
0: golden moment, uh, like meeting someone special, something you remember, you recall, uh, yeah, you feel so proud about?
1: Yeah. So uh, I got selected for this FINA camp in 2014, uh, world championship, short course championship. It was in Qatar. So, it was a six-day camp for all the um, junior swimmers. So, every uh, one girl and one boy from each country selected for that camp for world short course meet. So, me and my other swimmer friend, Likit SP, he's also a very good swimmer, breaststroker. So, we both were selected and uh, we were attending that one-week camp where the other coaches from other countries come and teach us stroke, swimming, nutrition, all that. So, we were watching the races and um, I met uh, Ryan Lochte. And I was like, uh, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I met all the Olympic champions, world record holders. I met uh, Lochte and um, I met Katinka Hozu and uh, Sarah Sostrom, all of them. And they're so humble. And when I went and asked them for a picture, they're like, yeah, yeah, come, let's take a picture. So, uh, the one thing which you learn from all these overachievers is that you have to be humble whatever you to achieve you have to be humble and grounded so that's what um, improves your respect so when you that was my golden moment after meeting these people did you
0: happen to speak to them and did they
1: pass on any tips to you no no i couldn't because there are so many fans like me <laughs> so yeah, i couldn't yeah. speak to them
0: okay
1: okay wonderful
0: okay uh, now you are doing your uh, second year of i MB- mean mbbs and uh, what motivated you to take up medicine and uh, how did you manage your time between competitive swimming and studies all along it's a, it's very difficult it's like uh um voting on keeping one leg on one boat and another leg on another boat and trying to balance both How did you manage so I was all, yeah,
1: so I was always a bright student, sir, I have to tell you this so from uh, like because of swimming, my studies took a little backhand, but I was i was uh, better than average student i used to score better than my uh, friends even uh, even if missing school my marks was quite good and uh, i think every sports person should learn how to do time management because a sports is uh, a part of your life but it cannot um, you cannot depend on it uh, because you know it's a very delicate thing you might get a life threatening injury which you can ever, um, like, continue sports. So this is what happens, and uh, uh, that's how it... uh, I've always wanted to do science. So science has always interested me. So uh, I was like, let me do medical and help people, (laughs) and uh, that's that's why I took medical. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you have to learn time management, that's it. And you should do double, triple hard work more than what I used to do before. That's what happened. Wonderful.
0: Uh, post your mbbs do you plan to return back to the pool or uh, do you want to go back to sport in another way taking up sports medicine okay nutrition or uh, uh, psychology sport psychology anything of that sort uh, coming back into sports through
1: yeah yeah i uh, it depends uh, because uh, where uh, if um it depends on what mdc target actually yeah. <laughs> so it's not in my hand so that, that also have to study a lot yes. so i would like to take up sports medicine let's see but uh, it depends on what still some like 3 more okay. years are there
0: we will still want to keep you in sports okay after all that uh, you spent okay uh, how has sports in general and swimming in particular uh, helped you in your life what lessons lessons they have taught you
1: so, even if you don't want to uh, take uh, sports as a professional career, I mean, this is to all the parents also, you better put your uh, students, I um, mean, teachers in school also. You should give them a, a sports Explode. lesson in school. Yeah. Like any uh, like any uh, time uh, after lunch, like games period, you have to have one period at least, even for the parents at home. You have to engage your uh, children in some or the other sport just for them to keep their mind fit and healthy. So, sports is not like, okay, fine. Some parents don't want their children to become a, uh, take up sports. They want them to study. But you have to have extracurricular activity so that your child is not uh, in a close cocoon. He A, has a couch safety. baby,
0: a couch baby, yeah. Or, uh, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and healthy lifestyle is also important. Mm -hmm. So professional sports is too hard, sir. I mean, not everyone, you know how many people in our country actually play a play, take take it seriously because parents don't allow them first of all. And our country, like uh, only few sports are given importance unless you win an Olympic medal. So you know how many (laughs) sports actually can do that. So it's better you join your children to extracurricular activities, be it singing, drawing, anything. Anything, so you engage your mind. You don't uh, be uh, this thing. Yeah. See,
0: sport has got three major benefits: physiological, psychological, and it becomes you it becomes your life teacher for you. It teaches how to deal with life in different yeah. ways. That's a entirely different subject altogether. And uh, what lessons you learned from sports? In at one place, you mentioned that you were able to learn how to focus better. And to bring your attention to what you're doing.
1: Yeah, so sports first of all teaches you uh, how to deal with hardships because what sports teaches you is uh, whatever comes, uh, you have to work hard. There is no easy going anywhere. Any work, not only sports, whether you have to get first rank in uh, senior studies or get a job or anything, sports teaches you that. Right. Second is punctuality and time management. So, if, And our coach was so strict, even if you're one minute late, he used to send us back home and we used to practice. So punctuality, time, time management, how to deal with hardships, and basically teaches you how to deal with your life. like literally. Accepting failures, accepting failures. Failure, yeah. uh, More than it successes, you. it's your failures. Because success is uh, temporary. It is not someone else will take your place, yeah. but you have to learn from your own failures also. That's the most yeah. important thing. Uh, yeah.
0: Were there times when you were, you felt you were low in confidence and motivation? And how what did you do to sustain that confidence and motivation? How did you regain your motive, confidence from time to time? How did you maintain that?
1: So basically there were a lot of hardships, but I never thought about it. Like if you keep on overthinking such things, you will your confidence will come low. So, this is uh, only where you have to self-motivate yourself. That's the only way you can come up with this. Because every day is not the same. You cannot keep winning medals every day. You will lose some time or the other. So, you have to be ready for every such circumstances in your life. So, that's what kept me going. So, you have to self-motivate yourself. That's the only way to go. Wonderful.
0: Confidence, self-motivation all comes down to the mind. How important is mind in sports? And uh, in swimming in particular, even at the highest level.
1: So mind is very important, sir, because uh, you, uh, your mind can be both helpful and harmful. If you look at another competitor and you look at her or him and say, he looks so tall, he has so many muscle six packs and he's drinking this uh, protein, eating this, I will lose this race. So you will definitely lose the race. Once you just look at the 50-meter pool, you look, okay, I have to finish two laps, 100 meters. I have to be done with the race. I don't care what my competitors are doing next to the lane, next to my lane. So you finish your race and come, you will definitely win the race. So mine plays a very important role. And that's what I have adapted. I never look at my competitors. So some sometimes my father makes fun of me. Look at, look at your competitors. They're doing this stretching. They're doing this and all. And you just keep standing on the block and doing nothing. Why do you do that? Simply, simply they say that, but I'll be like, this is my way, like that. So that is what happens.
0: Somebody told you about that? You learned that from within yourself.
1: No, oh, that okay. is what. That's a wonderful has uh, me. strategy,
0: uh, not to look yeah. at the competitor. It's all about your lane, competing against yeah. yourself, against your timing, yeah. against your best. And uh, you, yeah. did you get to realize about it yourself, or somebody told you?
1: My mother has played a very important role because. Uh, Actually, my mother deserves most of my credit, actually. Wow. 90% of my achievement is for my mother only. So she understands me fully. She knows, I mean, she treats failure and success the same, just like me. So when I win the race, she, uh, she'll she be happy. If I don't win the race, also, she won't show any emotion because she knows what what I have gone through, Why what went wrong in the race. Yeah. So, uh, she has taught me whatever it is, whatever level you reach, you have to be the same. Uh, Don't uh, overreact when you win or don't uh, cry and sit at home. Okay, my life is over. I lost a race. Don't even do that. You have to keep going. That's what life is. So, she has played a very important role. Actually, it should be taught by the parents at home too. And the coaches to deal with failures and uh, successes at the same level, actually. Uh,
0: Parents have a huge role in uh, an athlete, uh, making an athlete. Okay. So many careers have been nipped in the bud because of parental wrong behaviors, like putting too much pressure, expecting too much from them and all that. Then, um, uh, what is about talking about your family? From what I heard uh, you speak till now, that they have been very supportive. Uh, They encourage you to think in the right way. They never used to put any pressure. Anything more you want to add to this?
1: Uh, this is for all the parents basically your only job is to uh, encourage your uh, child and fill in positive energy no matter whether your child is uh, winning or losing and the coach should also um, do the same because more than the parents at home uh, the coach spends more time with the student at the pool, at the gym, everywhere so this is one thing which uh, both of them should do and uh, yeah, that's the thing basically. Wonderful. And you shouldn't ignore your studies, sir. That's one thing I have to tell because you know uh, how it is here. It is very you risky, a, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very risky, job get, yeah. Forth, yeah. very delicate. And just because your uh, son or daughter is performing really well, you shouldn't take uh, a back seat in studies. You have to have a little bit of. Uh, have a degree at least so that later on in your life it becomes useful. You
0: should be prepared for an alternative career. Supposing your your career comes to an abrupt ending, you should be prepared for another career. And post retirement also you should be able to do something useful. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. There is so much pressure uh, representing your country. How did you manage to handle pressure and anxiety and uh, how uh, uh, strong were you mentally?
1: So I'm basically mentally very strong. I don't... Once I go on the block, I'm deaf and dumb. I don't listen to anyone. And this pressure thing has never come on me uh, uh, till now. No, I never take any pressure because once you start listening to what people are talking, oh, she's like this, oh, she's like that, or I don't know what she'll do today, that thing will lower down your confidence. And this is um, there since the beginning as a child. I don't care about what people think about me, what they're talking what they will do. So, this pressure thing has never affected me and I don't take any pressure basically. My only aim is to just finish the race and be done with it.
0: Wonderful. But pressure can also be coming from your mind, from the internal thing. You don't care about the others, but it can also come from within. Most of the time, it's from within only. So, how
1: did you, how did you
0: handle your own thoughts, your own expectations?
1: Mm, actually, uh, in sports, most of the time, failures only come more than Successes the negative thoughts. Because uh, swimming, yeah. So swimming, you're racing against time, as I told you. And every time you can't give your best. So that's one thing which always bothered me. Because instead of putting so much hours of uh, swimming and training and gymming, everything, you still don't go your best timing sometimes in a competition. So that really bothers me, actually. So, and it bothers everyone, basically. So, But the only thing is to, the show must go on. So, you have to keep uh, uh, bettering yourself. So, that's the only thing that keeps motivating.
0: Wonderful. Uh, did you train yourself mentally and uh, prepare yourself mentally before a competition? What mental skills do you, did you learn to use
1: for a competition? No, as I told you before, uh, I never uh, see what others are doing. That's what is the best thing. So, that's, that, that keeps, uh, keeps, you, uh, uh, keeps your mind in a positive way. And once you see others, you get distracted and your race doesn't go well. Because I have seen my fellow uh, friends going getting distracted because the other uh, competitor would have played mind games with her and saying, I haven't trained or I didn't do gym. I fell sick one week before the competition and that other swimmer gets influenced by her and they, she doesn't do well. So I've seen it with my own eyes. So I just ignore whatever they speak and just do my job and come back.
0: Did you ever have a mental trainer at any time, or felt the need for one? Uh, You always said, uh, you were mentally strong, you never needed one, Uh, but uh, 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 did you at any time felt that I need to uh, share my feelings uh, with others, or something bothered you on and off the pool, Uh, at any time, did you need that you wanted uh, somebody, a mental support from
1: uh, some professional? No, sir, that kind of uh, situation has never arisen till now. Whatever is it, I used to uh, share it with my fellow swimmers only. So Because only a swimmer can understand a swimmer. I'm telling you this. Yes. No one can understand. even Not even parents actually. And your coach also. Yes. But it's better you discuss it with your own swimmers of your own age because they also will be having the same problem and that's what we uh, we also do. We they can him. relate to you better.
0: Mental they can relate to you. Yeah. can relate to me. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, since you were mentally strong, maybe you never became too anxious or uh, you never felt fear of competition about the competition that is going to happen. Uh, maybe how did you maintain your composure and calmness before the start of a race?
1: No, so fear was there. Believe me, it is there in every sports every person. Place. You have butterflies in your stomach before yeah. the race, yeah. it is inevitable, it will be yeah. there. But uh, that that shouldn't become your weakness. That's the only thing. Fear should shouldn't become your weakness. How do you so handle you know, it? That's how how did you, you handle it? What did you tell yourself? You know,
0: something you know heart is beating very fast, you're feeling the butterflies, yeah. mind is racing, okay, before an important meet. And what what did you tell yourself at that time? How did you relax? How I'll did you calm days, down?
1: Yeah, I used to tell myself you just dive in, finish the race and come out <laughs> and whatever result is there, you just be fine with it.
0: Still so, so much time before the your race. That that is endless. It looks like number of days before yeah, actually race exactly. starts. It's yeah. so mind is over racing and so many things are happening. What were you doing at that time? How did you handle that pressure? I, I, I not call it say. pressure, those nervous moments I would say.
1: Yeah, uh, our uh, even sometimes they should delay a lot, yeah, and yeah. that used to irritate us like anything. Yeah. Literally, like most of us have, uh, we have lost our races because they've made us wait. Yeah. especially in have- Espec-
0: have- Espec- India, yes, yes.
1: India, and okay. uh, because we'll be wearing the tight knee skin, and there won't be enough blood circulation yeah. in our body and then the very tights are actually no one yeah, knows this they are yeah. very very tight yeah. and they literally live, you, live one mark here, here in the legs and all and they are very tight so I have missed so many uh, national records because they made me wait and uh, so yeah the only thing is waiting
0: Waiting. see the delays are not in your control what is yeah, not your control my is
1: about your composure at that time, your thoughts
0: your mental well being at that time so you need so to blame them government also government.
1: because yeah. it's not their mistake also some the other thing will be happening okay. my touchpad won't be working properly or something okay like okay.
0: That. okay do you see india winning a medal uh, in the an olympic medal in the future
1: uh, olympic medal is a really big topic i don't know how to talk <laughs> about it but uh, in the near future i mean right now when i see uh, youngsters like shrihari in uh, kushagra and uh, all these uh, sajan they will be literally where uh, we double and all. So, they're trying really hard. And I think in the, maybe not next year, but in the next uh, few Olympics, I think swimmers can get to the semifinals or the finals. I think that much is possible. Medal is still far away. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, being a swimmer, it's really hard. I mean, going to semifinals and finals is as good as winning a medal. So I think that much is definitely possible. At least in 2024 Olympics, one of us will be in the semifinal or the final. Yeah. I feel like
0: that is the first step. Let us see. Let's move on That's from good. there. Yeah, yeah. wonderful.
1: Yeah, yeah. How, well, how well can we do
0: in the Asian Games? What is our best? What is our best record in the Asian Games?
1: Asian Games. So last Asian Games, um, uh, the guy. I think we missed the bronze by point zero. 0. 1. So, we are getting and, there, yeah. Uh, yeah, 2014, Sandeep Sajwar won a bronze and mm. 2010, Weedabal won a bronze. Mm. So, Asian Games, sir, we are quite good, sir. We we can win like 2-3 medals in the next Asian Games, I feel. Commonwealth, Commonwealth? Commonwealth is quite hard still. Okay. I think going to finals, finals definitely, I think. It's possible. Yeah, so let us take things. one
0: thing at a time. Let us claim the yeah. steps as we go along. We'll get better. Yeah, yeah. One day, we'll, who knows, we may get our own pick. Yeah, we might okay. get a Commonwealth Medal also. Okay, okay. What would you like to tell the aspiring young swimmers?
1: Aspiring young swimmers, I want to tell that uh, take one step at a time. Please don't hurry and don't copy others. You do what you have to do. And uh, uh, treat both success and failure as the same. That's the uh, main uh, thing and uh, don't hurry up because uh, you have to work hard. There's no alternative and uh, don't ignore your studies. That's what I want to tell Yeah, Yeah, good message. What
0: are your future plans?
1: Future plans is uh, till I finish my uh, MBBS, like uh, after I finish my internship. At least till then I have to be in the swimming field. At least till then I have to somehow push myself and swim. Let me see after that what can I do, maybe. Great.
0: I wish you all the best. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Okay. Now, uh, it's time for uh, uh, some question-answers session. Let us uh, request our participants to unmute their audios. And if they have got any questions to ask you or even to me, uh, they can go ahead, unmute their audios, and shoot their questions. They may even chat, you know. They can put their uh, questions on the chat. And uh, I see one question coming from uh, Mr. Harish Ashok. Uh, to every, I would like to ask a few questions at the end of the interview. Uh, yeah, yeah, please go ahead. Harish Ashok is, I think, uh, Mr. Kalyan Ashok's son. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Harish, any question you want uh, to ask? Yeah, go ahead, go uh, ahead. Uh, Mr. Vishnath. This is uh, Kalyan Ashok, uh, myself. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, nice, to hear your voice. nice to hear your voice, sir. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay. Uh, uh, I'd like to ask uh, Damani a few uh, questions. Please go uh, ahead. Damini, I'm Kalyana Shok sports journalist, formerly uh, a Hindu sports star. Uh, Hi, sir. I, yeah. Hi. I covered quite a few of your races when you were a junior. Okay. Oh. I always felt that you had that uh, talent to match among the best, no? But you were in the same league.